0: In the previous episode, we had Henry Munton, aka Fluidity, on the show. Henry is a drummer-based DJ and producer, and it was great chatting to him to learn more about how he could pursue his passion for music. If you're working on something creative and you're wondering how you can possibly turn it into something more, check out the previous episode to hear how Henry did it for himself. Are you feeling stuck in your career and life? I'm Chris, and in 2018, I was sick of my job, I quit and I decided to go traveling around Asia. I wanted to do my own thing. After trying lots of different business ideas and <laughs> making a lot of mistakes along the way, I finally found a new path and qualified as a coach. This podcast is me documenting my journey as a coach on a mission to help you find a career that matters to you. And going beyond your career, you'll get all the tools you need to smash your personal projects too. Are you ready to close the gap on where you want to be? Let's go. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Chris Holmes, and you're listening to the You In Five Years podcast. One of the best ways to take the risk out of changing careers is to test out new ideas, you're still in employment. Looking back at my own career change, I left without a plan, which was a big mistake. Whilst things worked out in the end, I don't want you to go through the same stress and uncertainty that I went through. And there are many ways that you can test out a new career idea. These include shadowing, volunteering, and taking online courses. My favourite method is an informational interview. So what are informational interviews? Informational interviews are short 15 to 20 minute interviews where you get to speak to someone already working in a field that you're interested in. They are hands down the most effective tool for when you're considering a new career path. The aim is to speak to as many people as possible about that new career idea whilst you're still in employment. And in doing this, it takes a lot of the risks of making the wrong move in your career change. They are so valuable because there's only so much research you can do online to find out about a new career. There comes a point where you need to get out there and speak to people. Consider this scenario. You've started a new role, you go through the motions, but once you've settled in, it's not exactly what you thought it would be. You start to question whether you've made the right move because all the warning signs are there. You feel disengaged, unfulfilled and are ready to quit after only a few months. Looking back, how effective was your research before you decided to go for this new role? Consider this alternative. You've identified a new role or a career path, and instead of just going for it, you seek out someone already working in that area or has experience in that field. You arrange to meet, over Zoom now, of course, and you gather as much information as possible. You've become a detective that wants to learn more about their role and what's involved. By the end of the conversation, you decide that it's not for you and you move on to your next idea. Nothing's lost. By speaking to people in this way, you're able to get a better understanding of what's involved. You can then make better decisions because you've gained new insights. Informational interviews are like getting insider information on a career. You'll find out how to work your way into a new industry, learn about the opportunities, and also make a new connection. In this episode, I'll show you a five-step process for finding people to speak to for an informational interview. This could be people in your network or people you haven't even met before. So the five steps we're going to be covering are step one, pick a career idea to test out and create a list of contacts. Step two, tidy up your social profiles. Step three, research a conversation starter. Step four, make contact. And step five is to be persistent, but not annoying. (laughs) So let's look at the five steps in more detail so you can secure an informational interview to test out your new career idea. So step one, pick a career idea to test out and create a list of 10 contacts. Once you've got a short list of new career ideas to test out, the first step is to pick one idea to focus on. So let's say you want to explore the idea of becoming a marine biologist. You now want to create a list of 10 contacts who you can speak to that has some knowledge of marine biology. This can be people you already know or have a loose connection with. To start with, the best thing to do is just to put a message out onto Facebook and ask if anyone knows anyone working in marine biology that you could speak to. In most cases, though, if you're considering a complete career change, you might not have any contacts in that area. Don't panic. You can still add people to your list that you don't know, but you would like them to be part of your network. So how do you find these people? Start by doing some Google research on companies that sound interesting and try to find at least three companies. You want to look at their websites and make a note of any key contacts and their contact information. You also want to make a note of any positions that sound interesting. Again, try and research at least three different positions. Once you've spent about 30 minutes researching different companies and different positions on Google, You could also try using LinkedIn in the same way for another 30 minutes to find new contacts. And when you're in LinkedIn, if you do find a company that sounds interesting, you can click on the employees tab and then you get a whole list of people that work for the company that you could potentially speak to. It's important to remember that you're trying to find out information about a career. You're also trying to build a new connection with someone that can possibly help you in the future. So you want to choose people that look like they have similar interests and values. And it's also important to pick someone that you think will be approachable. So you wouldn't really want to pick a senior executive that would be difficult to contact and they might not have the time to chat. Reaching out to people in this kind of way where you're making cold contact with someone that you don't really know is often a numbers game. So that's why I think it's good to create a list of 10 people because if you reach out to 10 people and only two or three get back to you, then at least you've got something to work with. So once you've found your list of 10 new contacts to reach out to, the next step, step two, is to tidy up your social profiles. In the same way that you want to play a detective to find out about a new role, your new contact might do some research on you. So before you reach out to people, take some time to tidy up your social media profiles. You want to delete all those images of you back at uni where you're getting drunk and wild, This is because your personal profile is actually the first thing that comes up when people search for you. And with that in mind, you want to make sure that it's giving off the right impression. Step three is to research conversation starters. It's time to think of a unique conversation starter for each person on your list. Compliments go a long way when you're making a connection with someone new. Think back to a time where you've received a nice compliment from a stranger for something that you did or that you worked on. It's a nice feeling and you want to harness that with your conversation starter. It's important to be genuine here, so look for something on their profile or website that you can relate to that you think is impressive. What is it about them that stands out? What projects have they been working on that look interesting? Are there any hobbies or interests that you both have in common? Armed with a unique conversation starter, you're then ready to move on to the next step. So step four is to make contact. Now's the time to bring everything together and make that contact. When you're sending out a message, I like to structure it so that it has three main sections. The first section would be your introduction and conversation starter. Section two would be the ask. So this is where you're asking for what you want. And then the last section would be a positive sign off. So I'll look at these in more detail so that you can get an idea of how to structure your email or message to this new person. So step one, introduction conversation starter. You're reaching out to them because you're thinking of changing careers and would like to find out more what's involved. The second part, for the ask, you want to be really specific in what you're asking for. So what do you want? You want to book them onto a 15 to 20 minute call to find out more about what they do. And you want to make it easy for them to say yes. So you also want to give them a selection of dates and times. Informational interviews are better face to face, but most of the time logistics and a pandemic won't allow for this. Remember to ask your new contact if they prefer a phone call or a video call. And the final step is to have a positive sign off. So this is a simple sentence that will take the pressure off them to decline if they want to. I usually use something like, if you prefer not to chat, that's okay, keep up the great work. What I'll do is I'll put a template of how I structure a message in the show notes so that you can use it to make cold contact with someone on your list. The final step once you've requested an interview is to be persistent in your follow-up, but not annoying. This is because it's likely that your new contact won't respond straight away, so don't panic. Rather than get anxious about when they're gonna reply back, it's best just to schedule in a follow-up, so this could be a week later. And then if they still don't respond, you could schedule another follow-up a few more weeks later. After three messages and no response still, you could send a fourth message, say, a month later, How you decide to follow up is entirely up to you. Some people might not feel comfortable sending a third or fourth message, but this is sometimes what it takes to get a response because people are busy. When you're changing careers, persistence is one of the most valuable skills you can have at your disposal. So be persistent, but not annoying. If they still don't reply, don't take it personally, just move on. And that's the great thing about having 10 people on your list. Just through law of averages, you're going to get some positive responses. Before we wrap up, I thought I'd give you some of my top tips to help you getting closer to securing an informational interview. So tip one, get organised. Create a system to track your progress and schedule your follow-ups. This could be a spreadsheet or a table of some sort. So write down who's on your list and when you've made contact with them. Tip two is to not ask for a job at this stage. The aim is to learn more about your new contacts' career and their journey and also to build a new connection that might be able to help you in the future. So focus on making a good impression and building a new connection. Good things will happen. And the final tip is to keep positive. Contacting people in this way is cold contacting, and it is a numbers game. And if you get a no, don't take it personally. Just move on to the next person. Keep going, and you'll be surprised how helpful people are. So to wrap up, testing out your career ideas whilst you're employed Is one of the best things you can do to take the risk out of making the wrong move during your career change and informational interviews are one of the best ways to learn about a new career path from someone already doing what you want to do and there are five steps you need to take to secure an informational interview the first step is to pick a career idea to test out and create a list of 10 contacts and this could be contacts you already know or if you're changing career completely you'll have to use google and linkedin to find these new contacts to reach out to. And you want to spend about 30 minutes on Google and LinkedIn trying to research different companies and roles so that you can find some great contacts to speak to. Step 2 is before you make contact, you want to tidy up your social media profiles just so that your personal page gives off the right impression. Step 3 is to research conversation starters. So you want to look at this person's website or their personal profile page and look for things that you might have in common or an interesting project they've been working on, so that when you go on to the next step, step four, making contact, you're armed with a great introduction and conversation starter. When you're making contact, you want to remember to be specific in what you ask for and have a positive sign-off. I'll include a template for you guys in the show notes so that you're able to use it. And the final step, step five, is to be persistent in your follow-up, but not annoying. It's important to schedule follow-ups because people don't always reply to emails or messages straight away. And it's usually in the follow-up that the kind of magic happens. So those are the five steps you need to take to secure an informational interview. And if you reach out to 10 people on your list, I'm sure that you're going to have at least three people to speak to so that you can test out your new career idea without having to take any risks. I hope you found this episode useful. Informational interviews are a really useful tool, not just for learning about a new career path, but also for building a new connection. I've set up a Facebook group called Career Change Trailblazers, and this is a place where you can get support, learn and share ideas. I'm hoping to build it into a positive support community for those that want to embark on a career change adventure. Let me know how you get on with setting up your first informational interview in the group. I'll put a link in the show notes that you can find the group as well. In the next episode, I have an extra special guest for the 30th episode. He's one of the co-authors of one of the best-selling books in sales. And if you struggled with failure and rejection in the past, be sure to check out this episode. Thanks for listening to the You in 5 Years podcast. Keep moving forward, guys. Until next time.